What is going on? You are listening and watching Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live version. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you? Hello, darling. I'm doing well today. I'm doing really good. I'm on um, in Boston area, headed Ooh. off. Yeah, staying at a friend's tonight, and I will be ferrying my way over to Provincetown, P-Town, beginning tomorrow uh, afternoon. I'll be there tomorrow evening in through a very long weekend. So anybody nice. out in P-Town, hit me up and would love to meet some of our listeners it's gonna be fun i can't wait right. and shout out to teddy who's watching us right now because we are hi live. teddy and yeah have fun exactly. in p-town boo thank you thank you yes i'm looking forward to it i've been there and seemingly i think well a couple years now um so i'm looking forward to seeing what's up i hear the numbers of COVID are down but still okay. we'll be good we'll be careful and all that good stuff the good thing about p-town cody is that most of it mm -hmm. you can do outdoors um i've yeah. never been next okay. time you go i want to go with you so absolutely okay Definitely. let's make it happen well let's all right it. We've got a jam-packed show for you, including a Vulnerable Voices coming up in a little bit. But let's get to some of the, the news making the waves. And Cody, I know you're going to love this first one because so you're little known <laughs> fact about Cody. He's a huge superhero comic book fan. I didn't is know. Is it a little known well. fact or is Maybe it a very now. known fact? I know everybody knows that I love comic books. Well, I think you're going to love this next story because in an attempt to renew the Superman comic book franchise, which mm -hmm. DC Comics has been, they, I guess they've been having some trouble doing. Okay. Yes. Um, according to an article I got, there is going to be uh, Superman has a son. You were telling me the name of his son. What's his, the son's name? John Kent. John Kent, Superboy, right now is going to come out as gay. And I think that's pretty crazy, right? So interesting. And it's such, it's so wonderful that they would have him come out as gay, this very powerful man in. Uh, Superman, we be, basically. We, Uberman. We powerful. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. That. It's just wonderful that they would have the Uber man. The Superman was originally designed to be the height of the the highest of the high of men. So it's so wonderful that the gay man they have a gay man that are, that is the Uber mensch basically. Yeah, and essentially what's going to happen the creators are reportedly killing Superman off at some point and going to replace him with his biological son, like you said Jonathan Kent or John yep. Kent. Mm -hmm. uh, Super I know him as John. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course. We're on a first name, short, <laughs> short name basis. I love it. I love it. And the plan is that um, Van Creever, a comic book insider and independent creator of Cyberfrog, has come under fire for his use of alt right and Nazi imagery, which he claimed was in jest, according to one blog. Did you know this? I did not know that. 
Yeah, so on his show, the artist speculated that the move was intended to make the comic more marketable and relevant, saying that the families of Superman's creators, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, desperately would like the franchise comic to turn a profit for them. Okay, so they're coming to us, I guess. And and Superman... Really the way in everything, honestly. You know, exactly. Superman, son of Kel L. Did I say that right? Which, yes, you you did. That you said that's his Krypton uh, from Kryptonite. That's, exactly, that's what his parents named him on Krypton. And interestingly enough, I once kind of talked to, almost dated a guy named Kalel. His parents were big Superman fans, right? And <laughs> they named him Kalel, which is so kind of weird to me at first because I guess nobody knew. He was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe you know that." who I'm named after. And I'm like, of course, doesn't everybody know who Kal-El is? That's some cool parents. I, if you have I think some, so. Like to name him that. And it's a cool name. And you always, I mean, you're Superman's son and the interesting, or Superman. But yeah, you're Superman. But it, what do you think about what it's going to do? Do you think there's going to be any backlash for, I mean, our comic book in your in your expert comic book opinion, <laughs> I'm not a comic. You, yeah, I'm you not know a, I have all of the comic book expertise. And yes, there is going to be a lot of backlash as, at, from my estimation that there's going to be a lot of backlash because when Iceman came out, Iceman uh, from the X-Men, mm-hmm. when he came out, there was so many there were so many people uh, advocating that he was sh- a straight man. And men are straight for so long and then they come out at at whatever age it's completely feasible that bobby drake because again we're on a first name basis <laughs> <laughs> right bobby now that could come out at, in his 30s basically bobby is is around 35 so yeah it's totally foreseeable and yeah. i think it's really good i mean the new the current robin we were talking about recently is coming out as bisexual yeah so, and there was a lot you, of backlash as far as that was concerned too you were so. telling me offline too that it's really interesting because what was the interesting thing about it for him for Be- because it's interesting because john kent is a newer character and they're establishing these newer it looks like dc is establishing these newer characters as gay as opposed to marvel who are they're bringing out more established characters so i just thought that that was an interesting dichotomy between the well and the other thing that you were saying is that back in the day they didn't really make them very sexualized at all oh yeah i was saying that yeah yeah, they had trouble dating you said because it's tough to date a superhero is what you said it is tough (laughs) to date a superhero i asked my boyfriend is it tough to date you (laughs) 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 so this is at least bringing them into the 21st century for for crying out loud and and showing that who wouldn't want to date a superhero right and DC has a couple high profile, as far as uh, I'm concerned, high profile out gay men and lesbians, Midnighter and Apollo, who are based on Superman and Batman. Oh, okay. They're they're a gay couple. So, but they're from an 
I, it's a whole long story. I'll explain it to you another time. <laughs> I'm sensing a new podcast that you could start. I will produce gay, it for you. <laughs> gay superheroes. Yes, yes, let's do it. I yes. love it. Well, with more okay. more of them coming out, um, I hope he's on the market soon because I'm looking for someone to date and he looks hot. <laughs> super boy so yeah yeah um teddy is, says yeah. there are definitely some toxic fan uh, toxic people in the fandom of comic books so it will be drama so he agrees with me however supergirl's sister has been a lesbian for a while okay i did not know that thank you teddy Whoa. and then he asked me what my superpower is and mm -hmm. it's probably to read a bitch down okay <laughs> oh i love that i love that yes i've been in your superpowers many times no you have not <laughs> super shade actually there's super a drag shade. queen there's a drag queen superhero called shade in marvel comics too oh so, i love that and she's based off of shea coulee and nina bonina brown and dax exclamation point Look at you coming up with those names. I just have so much, so much comic book knowledge. It's crazy. So, yes, let's, get, let's get that podcast going. Okay, I love it. All right. Well, I look forward to that. Well, if you were following our show the other day on Tags Podcast, episode 292, you'll know that we were talking all about OnlyFans getting rid of porn content and how people we were just talking about. Cody was on the show about mm -hmm. how people are switching off and they're going to go to sites like uh, for fans, for fans, right? Just for called. fans and for my fans. That? For my fans, that's yeah. it. Yes. For my dot fans by Austin Wolf. A little more talk on that in a second. But yep. once you know it, Cody, just today, OnlyFans makes another huge announcement. Oh, wow. After, <laughs> after they announced all that we were just discussing, they go, Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. The company said in a tweet today, we have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. Oh, wow. now they do. Yeah, oh, now they do. <laughs> well, last week it was a different story, honey. You know, and in reading some more about it, the they the owner did talk to an outlet and saying um, companies like Mastercard, who had recently mm -hmm. updated their regulations for sites that ho host adult content, and banks like J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Bank yeah. of New York, Mellon, and UK's Metro Bank, those were interfering with the payout so if that's true and i know that's what the owner the uk owner had said about that you can't run a business if you these can't you get know. paid yeah so if that's true, true then well it's true that you can't run a business if you can't get paid i don't know how true that statement is that he's he's blaming it on the banks because i read mastercard's official statement and they said that oh. they were not Girl, <laughs> that's T right. What there, did they say? They said that they they don't mind the sexually explicit content. They that they did not try and put those restrictions on OnlyFans. Oh, that's really interesting. So then, do you think that because it was huge? I mean, 
it made da- you know variety daily variety yeah uh, variety magazine it made every post from cnn to newsweek to on and on and on not just our gay blogs do you think mm-hmm. that there was so much backlash and they realize oh my god what have we done that yeah we've, that they just found a way to, to turn it around to make it happen happened. well what i think is because those subscriptions are when the subscriptions end, you have to renew them. Right. I think they lost so much revenue revenue in just that week time. This is like my hypothesis of what's what happened and why they retracted it so quickly. Just that week time, they saw how many people did not renew their subscriptions and they yeah. saw how much money they would potentially be losing. And they were like, we can't do this because money is the common denominator. It's the ultimate Ultimate. humbler and it's the um, uh it nullifies every other aspect of business money is what it's all about it's the bottom line basically you know you're so. probably right because a lot of people probably didn't want to get charged again and they're yeah. like you know what let me get rid of all these if it's going to end october 1st and they're and, stuck or they or they ended the subscription to end i think you can mm-hmm. do that too yeah. our co-host jeremy ross lopez has always had this fun i don't i don't know if i'd recommend it or if only fans would like this but mm-hmm. he has this policy where he wants to try a lot of different creators on only fans and so what he'll do is if someone sparks his interest mm-hmm. he'll subscribe to it like subscribe and then go when he gets the email he'll immediately that same day go and unsubscribe but the point is you get that month so they charged you say it's 9.99 for the okay. month of august so he pays he, for the month he pays for that one month which yeah. is totally legitimate and then yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. right and cancels it so that it doesn't charge him and i asked him well why do you do that and his reasoning was so that i my taste I'm fickle. I like different. I want to try something new. Like, so he wants a new dick. Basically, he wants a new dick. <laughs> <laughs> and was so unapologetic. And I was like, wow, that is so. Because how many subscription services do we all belong to? That Ugh, I don't even just, want to count. I right know. Now. <laughs> just the other day, I was charged for something that I don't use, and I was like, oh damn it! Like, oh seriously? this. Yeah, or that guy. I'm still paying for her ass. <laughs> I haven't wanted to sleep with that one or watch that one in a while. Oh, oh my goodness. No, <laughs> so, yeah, I think, but regardless, I think. Um, so, I, I'm curious do you think that a lot of people went over to people like Austin Wolfs? Because we were talking about Austin Wolfs' new pay per site, just that's similar, comparable or to just for fans because i ask you this because both of those have had different things come out one of them the austin wolf site people have claimed that and i hate even saying this because i love him and maybe they'll work mm-hmm. out the kinks over there for my fans but mm-hmm. people were talking about slow payments and bad customer service and you know you need both of those things for this thing you to do. work and when i was telling you when i was watching him on his instagram live with instinct magazine mm-hmm. i was laughing because he's doing this interview with the reporter a twink okay and he's instagram live and he's so hot and everything like that but he's he yeah. he looks like he has no sense of humor at all which is fine oh, the really? man is all business he could have but not in this interview and midway he's talking so the other guy asked him so 
you're going to take all these new people over. He says, yeah, actually, as we speak, I've got four computers lined up right here. And it's going to take a while, obviously. So you want to email over your content sooner than later, or he can help you actually okay. move it over. But you can, he was saying, you can imagine the download, the upload time frame that it can take. And so, but he was almost like doing it as he was doing this interview, multitasking. I was like... And having sex with the twink at the same time. And having sex with the twink and talking about <laughs> his upcoming marriage to his fiance. And I was thinking... Oh, who is so cute, by the way? You, they're very cute. The yes, okay. I have. All right. I just it, wanted to put that out there. Live and in person. I, the, the tea on oh, that one was... Oh. I've said this before, but when I hired him, when he used to do... When Austin Wolf used to be on Rent Boy, look at you sipping your tea. I had um, to sip my tea. I'll never forget, I walked in, the, he opened the door, and I was like, oh, hi. And he looked just as good in person, obviously. And as we walked through the living room to go to the bedroom, who do mm -hmm. we walk by sitting on the couch watching Jeopardy? Because it was like 7 <laughs> o'clock at night. Was the fiancé, boyfriend at the Not time. Jeopardy. <laughs> or something. But And I was like, and I literally was like, oh. Not the Daily Double, honey. Not the Daily Double. Watching the Daily Double as I was like, to, to wanting to get doubled. And yeah. R.I.P. Alex Trebek, by and the way. I, how awkward is that to know you're, you're the person that you've hired and Rent Boy you're walking by his fiance and like, hi. It's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm about to do your fiance it's, in the it's other so, room. Is that nuts? <laughs> it's kind it's it would be awkward for me. I once dated a guy. Uh, okay, yeah. This is a Wait, what part? The Jeopardy story. or the <laughs> I know we're getting so <laughs> <laughs> this is like side side okay side <laughs> but, side piece. but you mentioned it you brought it up so here it is right here here's the whole tea i once dated a guy he told me he was single right but he was not single and the entire time that we were having sex on his couch i was like why are we having sex on his couch and because his boyfriend or husband or fiance was sleeping in the other room well, I could I could top that. Girl, give it to me. <laughs> so I was once on Fire Island and I met and you know, all bets are off on Fire Island. And I yeah. met this guy and his boyfriend on the dance floor at one of the sip and twirl, I think it was. Okay. Mm. And we're the three of us are flirting, but one of the boyfriends is really drunk. And oh. and but the only good news was I was more into the the more sober one. And okay. he's flirting with me. And he says, do you want to come home? And I said, well, with your boyfriend, too. And is he OK? And mm -hmm. he said, yeah, it's fine. And I, I went along with it. We had okay. to, in the pitch black, if anyone knows Fire Island, had to carry this guy. When I say carry him, like on either <laughs> side, propping this guy up. He was that Wait. obliterated. <laughs> we get to the house that they're staying at. We go into the room. They throw We throw the one guy on the the full bed i don't even think it was a queen oh, and we proceed to have sex next to the the, the drunk guy what? and i was like are you sure this is i mean immoral or i don't know why i was thinking morality at this point all and we had sex and he's like oh he's fine like don't and what? we had sex i mean i but to you know in fairness, I think the guy would have been actually okay. He would have just he would if he would have woke up, it. he would have enjoyed it and joined so in. So it that's, wasn't so that's much my head cannon is. Yeah. So it wasn't so much that we were like cheating on him in the same bed, but mm -hmm. hey, listen, you snooze, literally you lose. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm just saying, 
But I do think I was not expecting that, but I should have been expecting that. In all honesty, I do think had he wasn't been so drunk, he would have joined us and it would yeah. have been okay. So there yeah. was that. But my goodness, we've Wow. <laughs> but walking that by is Austin's... a story. <laughs> you snooze, someone gets someone fucked gets next, fucked to, next you. to you. Yes, I'm thank re- you, Teddy. <laughs> redefining the statement <laughs> on Tags Live right here. Yeah. So we'll see if in that period, however long that was, one week, if people are gonna move over to OnlyFans. I'm gonna monitor all my subscriptions and seeing if they're moving over or because the other one uh, just for fans is embroiled kind of in a little bit of controversy with yes, a performer. Are. And this was an interesting thing you and I were talking about because the owner, Dominic Reed, I believe he goes by, he's gay. Mm-hmm. And Tanner, or excuse me, Tanner Reed is the performer. Dominic, oh, yes, I, that's his name. Uh, I forget his last name, is the gay owner of Just For Fans. And Tanner is accusing Dominic of basically sexually, what is what would you call it? Molesting him, um, unwanted, unwanted advances, and a lot of other things. A little bit more than harassment, I would say. Sexual harassment, think, yeah, yeah. It would. It's assault, actually. Sexual assault. Thank you. Yeah. Um. And the crazy story about that, just to give you Tanner did have consensual sex with Dominic, the owner of Just For Fans, back in 2019 when they were in Vegas for, I think it was an awards ceremony. And then he was, Dominic also loaned him some money because Mm -hmm. Tanner had an outstanding bill that he needed to take care of. And Tanner agrees with all that, but it went a little further when Dominic just expected Tanner to kind of go along with more sex and pushed himself onto it. And then at one night, Tanner was going out and met another guy that he was into and Dominic Mm -hmm. wasn't having it and was threatening both the the performers that he was going to just a lot of threats. And so I guess my question, yeah, go ahead. The guy that he went home with that evening was so scared that he didn't even have sex with, with Tanner Reed. Right. Because he was worried that, he was going to get kicked off of yeah. just for fans. He was worried about his 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 income, basically. So it's interesting. Here we always say, obviously, this is one case, one scenario. But a lot of the arguments for OnlyFans was it's not gay owned, and here mm-hmm. you try you're going to try and get more LGBTQ owned businesses that we want to support. This is owned by. Do you think when it has to do with sex, because we've also talked about the Chichi LaRue, director of porn, that has also been in conflict, too, with crossing the line sexually with her performers, that sometimes you don't shit where you work. Is that the saying? That shit where you eat is the Don't shit where you eat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always get those wrong. But, I, re- I but rename that works them. too. <laughs> and Teddy, <laughs> Teddy's going to go, uh, uh, shit where you fuck somebody, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Next to you. <laughs> don't shit don't, anywhere. Don't shit yeah. anywhere. <laughs> Except the toilet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? I think that we as gay men are completely capable of having a business, a a sexual business where we don't actually have to harass. I believe that people are intrinsically good. There you go. go. Third time's a charm. (laughs) (laughs) And that 
we would not, this is not, this is the exception and not the rule, basically. This man is the lowest of the low. He assaulted somebody. That's not cool. Just because you have, yeah, just because you have sex, uh, consensual sex with someone one time does not give you consent for any future engagements. Anytime you see them in the future. And I think that we need to have more people like you and I that are good gays, good gay men. And right. we need to start our own OnlyFans, basically. Oh, there you go. And a comic book uh, company. <laughs> and a comic and book a podcast. podcast. Yeah, we got all the businesses, girl. <laughs> yes. It's going to be interesting, though, to see where if people branch out or just go, oh, child, let me just stick with OnlyFans. Only or I got some time now. Maybe that's what will happen is the people that are you know because you had till october 1st so there is a chance that a lot of people didn't migrate over to another platform yet and if that's the case maybe now because of all of these controversies people are just going to kind of stay put for a minute is what i this is what i would do and at the same time look for some new like it's almost like a job i'm not going to quit my job until i get a new one yeah so i'm going to stay here however I'm going to keep looking. I'm not going to be stagnant. So I'm going to keep looking. I've got my recruiter going. And if something <laughs> pops up that is, like we said, more tr- uh, trustworthy, and then liquid. I will migrate over. But I don't want to migrate over at a desperation mm-hmm. or, you know. And so I'm thinking there's going to be more options. And so it could be an exciting turning point in time, I think, is what we were saying the other day. And this could be good. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. We'll keep you posted, everybody. Hey, Tags listeners. Craving for more tags? Hungry like I am? Well, now you can unlock exclusive Tags content. I'm talking about our weekly Tags After Show and our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags Podcast to continue delivering the quality of Tags Podcast you've come to love. You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get into Vulnerable Voices, the segment we started when we started this. By the way, last week we celebrated one year, one year of doing Tags Live. I know that you were there, Teddy, watching us right now and some others. And so thank you for that. And we're trudging forward. But back with Vulnerable Voices, where we get a little deeper, 
This week, we wanted to talk a little bit about sex addiction versus sex positivity. Two things before we get into this conversation. One okay. of them is stemmed from somebody that wrote into us looking for advice, and they were potentially asking the question, is this person, this friend that they were going to hook up with, that seemingly is sleeping around with several people, should I mess around with this person or not? Are they mm -hmm. a sex addict or or not? And we were kind of going back and forth with that. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of stemmed from that. And then the other thing that it stemmed from was, again, back with the Austin with Instagram Live interview, he okay. was saying, well, you know, I, I'm a sex addict here. And again, that interview, Cody, he was very deadpan he didn't crack a smile. You the gotta interview, send it to me. It's, it's, it's online. It's on Inst Instinct Magazine, but I will post it okay. on on tagspodcast.com tomorrow. But okay. including the interviewer at one point going, wow, with the, you're going to need some help over there. I'm your guy. If you need some help over there, my help. My I offer too. Yeah, I'm sure that guy, that twink interviewing him just wanted to be <laughs> rubbing up next to Austin. I'll I don't want to rub you. up next to him. I'm good. You, <laughs> well, uh, but I mean, maybe not, but you know, the Austin Wolf, when the other one essentially was offering his services in mm -hmm. one way, shape or form, that hey. Austin like didn't even crack or say, oh, I'll, you know, I would have been like, thanks, sir. Thanks for that. I will hit you up if we find ourselves. You. you know, I would have said something like that. Nothing. Yeah. We got nothing out of him. And so I was like, okay, that went nowhere. And it was slightly awkward moment. But he also said in the same interview, back to Vulnerable Voices, that, well, you know, I'm a sex addict, again, with sort of the blanket statement of that. And nothing wrong with maybe that's his truth, and that's yeah. totally fine. Um, just some, those is, that's what sparked for me. What mm -hmm. do you think the difference is? Let's just define what you think of okay. be, between the two, sex addiction or sex positivity. I think it's a very fine line because I think that the difference is when you do things out of your comfort zone, as far as sex is concerned, either you do something dangerous or you can't get enough or you do something that is out of desperation. It's not really out of arousal or attraction. I think that is where the line is for me because I have often wondered whether or not I have ventured into the sexual addiction category. It's interesting you say that and where I would either add on to what you're saying or maybe just make a, a comment about it is I would layer in maybe porn addiction where I've oh, okay. found myself in those Definitely moments. Definitely been addicted to that. Yeah, I've never <laughs> been one of these, you know, so back to the guy, the story we were talking about, the mm -hmm. guy that was wanting to know if he should sleep with his friend or not. The one thing to your point was he was saying, well, this guy has, in one night, for example, slept with like three different guys that he met on yeah. the apps and two of which he didn't even find attractive at all. But he used the quote, but I wanted to get off. And so then he therefore found two and three guys later. That's not something that that to me sounds a little bit more sex addiction like, because mm -hmm. if I just needed to get off after I had sex with something, which to me is kind of hard, I would probably be fantasizing about how hot the sex experience was. 
oh, and I want to replay it in my head. Yeah. But I would probably jack off at home yeah. like the next morning or if if it was early in the day, maybe I would, you know, but I think when you say, but porn addiction is something I can kind of relate to because I've had moments in time, particularly in the last year during, I think a lot of us were probably addicted to porn because we had no contact with anybody. Yeah. But I had to do a whole porn detox. Basically. I want to, yeah, I need to, I want to revisit that. And how did you do that? Just cold turkey? Cold turkey. And I had to, and it was so hard, pun intended. It, actually, it wasn't so hard. It wasn't so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a couple weeks, actually. I did it for about four weeks, maybe five weeks. But I did a cold turkey. I didn't watch any porn. I just used the strength of my imagination when I felt the need to have an orgasm. So, Or, as, or, as Teddy okay. just said... You found a boyfriend, and that's how you did it. <laughs> you know, because is Teddy I, superpower shade? Because I maybe, think, yeah. <laughs> you tried to come for my gig, bitch. I see you. <laughs> no, um, I, that definitely helped. <laughs> it's interesting because Lincoln, our other co-host, says similar things often. That once he's been now, I forget how long they've been over a year now. Him and Peter, and. He doesn't watch porn anymore either. And I think that's true. If you have a boyfriend, you're less likely mm -hmm. to go there. But I know you were doing well. this prior to <laughs> the boyfriend. Yes. But and I actually started watching porn before I got my boyfriend, before I found my boyfriend, before we met. So, yeah, that, it doesn't quite apply. But I, I watch much, much less porn. I haven't stopped watching porn because I right. just... Watch some this morning. <laughs> Here's the other thing is that you can do things like you did cold turkey, but you can also just be a little bit more, maybe monitor the amount that you are and take stock of that first. And then you could do, so what if you took stock in a week or so, like how many times was it daily? Was it several times a day? And take note of that so that you have something to sort of base your recipe for detox so if yes. you find let's just say for example if you found yourself watching porn i don't know three times a day and getting off and during the every day let's just say as one example <laughs> then your recipe for detox might be let's just go to one time a day yeah you know okay or if I you're once that or if you're once a day then you could go to let me just do it like not every day let me just try and piece this out and try so and i would say the other thing look at me trying to coach here hey, <laughs> you're doing a great job the other thing i would say is when the because i think when you take stock of something sometimes it's just addictions often in my mind are second nature things mm -hmm. so in other words you're not aware so this at least will make you aware but what mm -hmm. do you you need to replace it with something and i'm not so like you were saying, I think if you your instinct was to go, oh, let me put that video on. Well, maybe your instinct would be, you know what, let me do a yoga class or let me do five minutes, 10 minutes meditation and breathe it out like we learn from so many of our Tantra leaders. Yeah, I don't know how comfortable I am with like, replacing Porn. something that you're addicted to with something else. I don't maybe just diversify the things that you do. 
Yeah. Maybe yoga could be one of them and watching a TV show could be something uh, something else. I don't I don't know. Some like replacing it with something else just means that you'll be addicted to something else. Is that where where you were going with that I or think, I think I was thinking more if because to me uh it's usually linked to a horniness that you're feeling yeah. and so oh, and you're talking a about... lot of the feelings that you're feeling to go towards your genitalia mm -hmm. could be breathed out through okay. breath work or tantra work the energy in a different way yeah and, and using <laughs> and we learn so much with our tantra special guest that yeah sexual energy is energy and it can it often just gets right into our mind and our genitalia but uh -huh. through breath work you can use and breathe through that sexual energy now. and use it more in a useful way i'm obviously this is practice and like i think i use the yoga metaphor because yoga is a practice and so yeah <clears throat> that's why I use that. And yeah, you know. no, I see. I see. It's much clearer now because I it started to worry me a little bit that you that you would just Re replace it with something else. And you well, would right because you could replace it with alcohol. And, <laughs> and you're still in, in a destructive pattern. And the yeah, whole thing right. is to try and break up the, the, the yeah. I, I think I should have been a little more clear and mm -hmm. and and I speak only because of people we've had on our show that really are mm -hmm. leaders and that when you work through breath work and in the sexual energy you can yeah. actually take it that's just right from your mind to your genitalia and utilize move that energy through breath work and be vibrating Mm -hmm. positivity and then yeah. which could be useful so anyways i agree with you yeah and exercise can be a way too so yes i see what you're saying and i agree with you and then on the other part of vulnerable voices sex positivity i was just talking recently about going to a party that was i felt a very sex positive party and mm -hmm. i do one might think oh well people were hooking up with different people throughout the experience but it was a, a an environment and an event that was led to that. This event I'm talking about started off as a jockstrap party. They've Ooh. done things. It was like sunset. They had a speech. Um, we it love was, those. Yes, it was. No <laughs> phones were allowed. Mandatory. Good. And you also knew that they had a whole exercise. I think I was talking about it on the show the other day, where look to your partner, meet somebody new. And they started with some touch things. And then it did break off into what's known commonly as sort of a sex party. But mm -hmm. it was for an amount of time. And it was, a, to me, it wasn't a bunch of sex addicts. And it was a beautiful, safe space that was exploring partners. And, and I thought, to me, in my mind, that was sex positive. I love that. I think that that, that experience that you had was more like you said about exploration and how seeing how you related to other people and and it wasn't about necessarily even getting off. Uh, that's right. what I that's what I get from the experience that you that you just described. I think it was more about exploring your own sexuality and what it would what you enjoy as far as pleasure is concerned. Right. In a safe space In a safe where space. it, I mean, it was literally by the pool so you could see everyone's faces and not mm -hmm. that that means anything, but it, um, 
Yeah, you were. It was a literally a party too, so it was conversations that oh, were mixed in with sex. That's beautiful. so. It was actually more than you get even when you do a, a quick hookup. That oftentimes, you know, you don't even have a conversation. You're just. I've like, had some great conversations. At have sex you? Parties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at sex parties, yes. At sex parties, me too. I've solved the. I've solved the world's problems. World hunger. World peace. That. That whole thing going going on. No, this that was a bad joke. I'm not even going to say that. Uh, okay, okay. You just edited yourself. I, I love just it. edited myself. I love it. I love it. Well, let us know what you think about the difference between sex addiction and sex positivity. I feel like there's more to break down at some point, I and so, we want to hear from you. Like yeah, you can always DM us on our Instagram page at Tags Podcast, uh, where we also you can DM us for sex and relationship advice all right well yes we've got uh our thirst trap to get to in just a second Ooh. give it to teddy ahead of time so he can weigh in but before okay. we get to that um give him some time there but before we get to that i couldn't help our favorite person to talk about little nas x back in the news this is a good story though because essentially um there was you know Charlemagne the god right Yes. Yes. I yeah. love Charlemagne the God. I'm going to let you tell the story and then I will, then we're going to go into it. Okay. So I didn't know this other artist, but uh, in a recent interview with Charla Charlemagne the God on the podcast, The Breakfast Club, Boosie, mm -hmm. who I didn't know, but you were telling me about Boosie, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doubled down on Ooh. previous comments from an Instagram video in which he claimed that Little Nas X's frank homoeroticism damaged heterosexual viewers and this, uh, on the video you said this is Charlemagne talking people trying to be straight how are you trying to be straight if you're straight you ain't gotta try to be Charlemagne recalled to Boosie and then mm -hmm. Boosie I'm just saying as far as if you got if you have your kids watching TV or if you're trying to raise strong young black men this is you, Boosie speaking this is Boosie speaking if you have strong young black men would you want would you be cool with your kids watching it and Charlemagne clapped back and said strong black men like what are you talking about and he's he doubled down and said would you be cool if you're trying to raise him and would you be cool with little Nas X going up there and taking his all his clothes off and Charlemagne continued to like push it further like I don't understand that because yeah. He went on to say that Charlemagne said it would depend on how old are the kids that mm -hmm. we're talking about. And he further pointed out, and this is the comment that I love that Charlemagne pointed out. He further pointed out that much of hip hop and rap contains violent, misogynistic and homophobic imagery, which is far more disconcerting than a naked gay man. Oh, <laughs> get him, Charlemagne, get him. <laughs> I love that he said that, uh, you know, a straight black radio host who's huge yes. to, to challenge Boosie on this I think is even more powerful than if if somebody from our community tries to because I agree that was the first thing I said and the, the crazy thing about the whole thing and then I want you to weigh in real quick is mm -hmm. little Nas X was sitting back and copied the whole conversation and wrote this he goes wow this is insane almost mm -hmm. as insane as my new single industry baby which is out <laughs> now love it last word and and but acknowledging it and and really probably saying 
okay, Boosie, you just got like, you thought you were trying to make this point. You doubled down even. And Charlemagne is like stomped on your shit. Yeah. Defended me. And I'm now I'm going to promote my thing right here. So this is, that was brilliant. Number one. I also just want to, before I go into Little Nas X, I would like to recognize Charlemagne for his growth. That man speaks on behalf of LGBTQ rights very, very frequently publicly. And I think it's just amazing. He's not right all the time. I'm not right all the time. You're right. not right all the time. No. But he is about learning. Unlike Boosie, who is just, he wants to stay in the doldrums, in, in the basement, blinded by his own hatred. Okay. Now that I've said that, <laughs> Little Nas X is so good at self-promotion. I want him to take and clapbacks too. I want to, him to have a TED Talk. I want to take his class on clapbacks. Yeah. I need all of that because he is amazing. So Redefining I, it too. Snaps to him. While he's on with his badass career and hasn't even dropped yeah. the, brand, the album yet. And, has, and he's number one. Yeah, the most listened amazing. to on Spotify. And why are you going to come for somebody like this when DaBaby was just in the the headlines for also homophobic, HIV rhetoric that yeah. was just blasphemous? And you're not even as well known. As, I think you were saying offline, at least, yeah, I was nothing say- else, at least DaBaby has music that some good <laughs> tracks. Who's, who's nobody's going to listen to his music. Nobody and wants by to the listen way, to you, Boosie. <laughs> last time I checked, wasn't Boosie the thing we referred to as the male part? Bussy. Oh, okay, I always get that That's, wrong. It's, it's, it's very to, close. Jeremy so, always it, corrects me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to call it Boosie, but it's Bussy. It's, it's Bussy, bu- yes. I, know, I always get that wrong. <laughs> that cracks me up. Okay, well... Good for him. I'm so for Lil Nas X, and I love that. It's time to play our favorite game that we started, Thirst Trap by Straight Up Gay Porn. And this week, they had... Oh, I was on my favorite one, and I almost missed how many. There were so many this week, but it's 18 gay porn stars. And which one of them took the best photo or video is our job to descriptively describe to you since you can't see. Although, truth be told, I will put this up on Tech's podcast tomorrow, and you will get to view it yourself. Cody, who did you pick in this week's Thirst Trap and descriptively describe why? So... I just have to say, there's not enough butts on this week, so. (laughs) (laughs) What you got against Dick? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I love Dick, but I love butts more. I'm a butt man through and through. You and Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. But if I have to pick one, it will be, I'm not sure, I'm I'm probably going to butcher this. Italo Andrade? And he's taking it. a bat. <laughs> he's taking a bathroom selfie, and he is just insanely gorgeous. He has these beautiful tattoos. He's got his arm above, right above his. He's showing his armpit. He's he's in this very seductive pose. He's he's got the dick of death. Okay, dick I told death. you I like dicks. It's it's fucking beautiful, and it's uncut. And I'm stealing the pose for myself for one of my thirst trap selfies. So look for that pose, everybody, okay? And what's great to piggyback off of what you're saying is, you know, on so if you guys go to the link that we have, Straight Up Gay Porns, um, they often put the picture of the week and then they put their link and it's usually linked to their Twitter handler. 
And I often like to go to that to help me with my decision making because it gives me mm -hmm. a little bit more. You do the I don't know too. if that's fair or not, but it's... I do that. And it, but it helps me because oftentimes at 18, yeah. like 10 of them, I'm, I'm totally into. And the job is to pick one. If you go to it's Italo Andrade's Twitter handler, you there's a picture of he's got a booty of death is just like the dick. And there's one I didn't picture. even look at the booty. Oh, my so God. So, Mr. Booty Man over here, if you his there's one picture of him where he's on his back with his feet in the air and his holes wide open in his booty. And he said, I love this position. And it's ass is kind of winking at you and it's beautiful. And he said, I love this is my favorite position. So I'm just saying, and then there's another one taking a dildo that is so hot and all you see is the ass going up and down. And it's like, so you did actually pick the right one. You just yes. needed to see? do a little more research. <laughs> and... <laughs> my, my jaw hit the floor, by the way. I, I started drooling just from your description. You're so good at it. Thanks, Bo. Uh, who okay what are the people saying <laughs> silent well, well first teddy says raheem shabazz and elijah zane they're such a cute couple and i okay. love them so that's a great pick they were on the list for me as well i want to see who you pick and then i'm because okay. i kind of have a kind of a feeling but then silas says that he ran into my pick on in on Runyon Canyon and he was checking him out and he was wow. like silas said nope to him and i and i want to know why wow to your pick, really? Yeah, he was, he was actually my. I was going to go with him too, and I'm uh -huh. following him on Twitter. I ended up going with Landon Boswell, who's earlier okay. on, and he's really sexy. He's got uh, like just ripped abs, tight, and not like the the hugest guy, but it's really pretty and it's fat. And I watched again. I did a little more research, and I went on to his Say, Twitter handle. And he has this, he looks like, I don't know if he really is a medical professional or not, but he's in scrubs in one of them. And he said, he says something to the point of, um, I hear your, your, you need help with your orgasm. I can help. And it's like his dick right there. And I'm, it's so Ooh. hot. Yeah. And so he definitely gets a my prostate exam. I yeah, love it. Uh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so for him. And I thought yeah. you were going to pick Rodrigo Amor. It's a video and he's standing there. He's he's beautiful again. He's brown skin. He's just holding his penis and just whacking it on his hand. I thought you were gonna pick him. Let me find, find what? him. Rodrigo Amor. I think he's right above Italo. Oh yes. He's I mean, that's why this week was hard. I have to say, yep. there's a lot of them. <laughs> again, we will post this on tagspodcast.com. And yeah, did you ever get uh, where's our friend Silas has been told about? us? I okay. get it. I'll get it. And then I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> I'll get the full story. And Teddy goes Afro Latinx. Yum. Rodrigo. Rodrigo is beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lots to pick from. Lots to choose. So much time. But um, not enough butts. I'm I'm writing the, uh, straight up gay porn. Not well, enough Check butts. out Italo Andrade's Twitter. I'm going handler. right now. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, this has been so much fun as always. always. Uh, thank you for playing. You can always follow Cody on Instagram. He's got two. He's a life coach. Follow him at KMD Coaching, KMD Coaching, or on his personal account where hopefully he will redo Italu Andrade's arm up 
I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it better be the same with the dick out. June. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll cut it off above. It'll, mm, I'll send the thirsty. unedited version to my boyfriend. Well, that you can follow in and hope for the best at Mr. Maurice at Mr. Maurice. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at Tags Podcast. This has been so much fun. Always. Cody. And again, if you happen to be in P-Town this coming week, Thursday through Monday, coming up here, I'll be there. So hit me up, reach out, DM me at Tags Podcast. We'd love to meet you and and enjoy the fun absolutely and i will see you very soon cody thanks guys so much fun have a good night everybody hey big spenders feel like spending a little on tags well whether you're a big spender or a good tipper now you can make a one-time or recurring donation to tags Show your love and support for Tag's podcast in a big or small way. We promise we're not size queens when it comes to your support. We love you for listening. And if you enjoy Tag's, then consider supporting the show so we can continue doing what we love. Go to tagspodcast.com and click on the link donations.